Welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. This edition of The Landscape is brought to you with the support of Bedrock. I'm Dan Paletta. Cranes Cleveland, of course, keeps you up to date on what's happening in the business community here in Northeast Ohio, but we also have an eye on the future. That's why for the 32nd year, we are presenting our 40 Under 40 Awards as we honor talented young leaders in Northeast Ohio's business, civic, and nonprofit community. We'll unveil the 2022 40 Under 40 class on Monday, November 21st in print and online. We'll celebrate the honorees that day from 6 to 9.30 p.m. at the Agorab Theater and Ballroom in Cleveland. You can still register until 5 p.m. on Friday, November 18th. Just go to cranescleveland.com events. Folks can read more about all of the honorees at cranescleveland.com starting Monday, November 21st. We'll speak with two of the honorees today on the landscape. Later, we'll talk with Kenny Torres, the field operations manager of Gilbane Building Company. But first, we're pleased to be joined by Jasmine Long, president and CEO of Birthing Beautiful Communities here in Cleveland. Jasmine, thanks for being with us, and congratulations. Thank you, and thanks for having me. Are you a native Clevelander? I am not. I'm actually from Bridgeport, Connecticut. I moved to Cleveland about 10 years ago, well, exactly 10 years ago, uh, to go to the Mandel School, actually, of, of Applied Social Sciences, where I got my degrees in social work and nonprofit management. So how did that lead you into the birthing community? Yeah, so when I was working at an organization called Global Cleveland, I had heard about the um, high rates of cesarean levels that um, women from the Nepalese community were having. And through that process, I started to learn more about infant mortality. And so I had the opportunity to actually train as a doula through my organization, Global Cleveland. And that is what got me interested in doing birth work. And then the organization was looking for someone to work in fundraising for them. And I applied for the role and I got the job and I've been here for a little over, wow, almost um, three years in December. So what exactly does Birthing Beautiful Communities do? Yeah, so Birthing Beautiful Communities is Northeast Ohio's only doula collaborative aimed at reducing infant mortality one birth at a time. We are labor and delivery support coaches. So that means that we attend the labor and delivery of each of the clients that we serve, which is um, something that is unique to our organization. We often talk about the issue of infant mortality. It seems to be particularly high in the black community. Do having doulas help lower that rate? Yes. Uh, so in Cuyahoga County, we know that African-American babies, um, depending on the year of research, can be three to four times more likely to die than white babies. However, for our program, we maintain through our evaluation that we have a 99% infant survival rate. So we know that having a doula reduces um, the incidences of poor birth outcomes we see in African-American mothers and babies. Was the use of doulas common in the African-American community? I think it's becoming more, more recognized, more accepted, more people are educated about what a doula is. I think we've been able to do a lot of education about what a doula is and how they can provide support for uh, women to ensure they have healthy birth outcomes. And that they can also be there to just provide moms with support. So we, we keep saying the word doula. Give us a definition. Uh, a doula is a certified and trained uh, labor and support coach. There's obviously the support when it's time for the, for the birth of the child. But what happens before and what happens after with uh, birthing beautiful communities? How do you continue to work with the families? Yes, yeah, so our organization is, again, unique in that a traditional doula is going to attend your labor and delivery, maybe one appointment before and maybe one or two appointments postpartum. We actually stay with moms from anywhere from 12 weeks pregnant until the time the baby is one year old. And so we're providing continuous education, both prenatal, um, postnatal, and we're providing postpartum support, breastfeeding, anything that you can think of that a mom might need, goal setting, financial planning. We're providing those services. How is the organization funded? The majority of our funding comes from philanthropy, from the government, 
and from individual donors. We're really lucky to have a lot of support because I think people recognize that our services do have a really positive impact on birth outcomes. How do expectant mothers approach the organization? Do you hear from doctors? Do they come to you directly? How do you interact with them? There are so many different ways that women enter our program. Uh, it's actually very common that doctors are referring patients to us, which we love. That means that they recognize the importance of our work and they see value in what we do. And it's really important to have medical providers on board because we want them to understand that we also view ourselves as a part of the care team and that we're not there to be combative with them, but that we're really there to help um, ensure our clients' needs are met. They can also come in through a referral from our website. They can call our hotline. We have some billboards up around town now, so we have people that access our services in many different ways. We have other community partners who send folks our way as well. So there are some efforts underway now to build an actually freestanding building for the organization? Yes, so we are in the process right now of raising funds to support a freestanding birth center and an administrative headquarters, which will be located um, near 66 in Chester, very catalytic area in our neighborhood, and this would be the only freestanding birth center that we have in the state of Ohio. Now for yourself, as far as winning this award, what does it mean to you to be part of this 40 under 40 class? You know, um, when I did my interview, I was saying I'm not really like an awards person because I think the work is what matters the most. But honestly, it's nice and it's honoring to even want to nominate me or think to nominate me. So I'm very honored to receive this award. I'm very excited to meet my classmates and I am very appreciative for the recognition. As a young professional, do you see a lot of opportunity for growth for people of your age group here in Northeast Ohio? You know, I think that there is so much opportunity in Northeast Ohio. It's just about making sure that you seize those opportunities um, when they're presented to you, being open to trying new things and, and being open to saying yes to so much. Was it a big transition moving here from Bridgeport? Well, you know, I really moved here right after I graduated college. So going straight into grad school, it just kind of felt like home. Like it, it, it really wasn't a hard transition for me. So what do you do when you're not busy working? What are some of your favorite things to do here in Cleveland? Okay, um, um, I'm probably at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm probably enjoying some of our fine dining. Um, I'm going to be at a show at the Near West Theater. Um, I might be at Playhouse House where I love the arts and culture scene here. I love to see shows. I love to spend time with my friends at different uh, places around town. And so finally, 20 years from now, do you think you'll still be working in the birthing community or do you think you might, might and I know it's hard to predict, but what your next direction might be? It is truly and honestly my goal is we as a community do what we're supposed to do, that we do it because they want them, not because we're trying to reduce Black infant mortality. And so I do hope that I'm able to be working in a different field. Well, Jasmine Long, thanks so much for joining us today. Congratulations on being part of the class of 40 Under 40. Great pleasure having you with us today. Thank you so much. Jasmine Long is the president and CEO of Birthing Beautiful Communities here in Cleveland. She joined us today for The Landscape. We'll have more of this podcast in just a moment, but first this. The May Apartments in downtown Cleveland have been meticulously restored and transformed into a mixed-use building, complete with residential and retail space that includes indoor parking. The new downtown Cleveland apartment community offers studio, one-bedroom, two-bedroom, and three-bedroom apartments with all the most up-to-date amenities. These updates have preserved the history of the May, while evolving it into a modern residence, fit to reflect the comfort and sophistication of downtown living. For more information, visit themaycleveland.com. That's maycleveland.com. Welcome back to The Landscape, a Crane's Cleveland podcast. This edition of The Landscape is brought to you with the support of Bedrock. I'm Dan Paletta. Today, we're talking with two of the honorees who are part of the 2022 class of 40 Under 40. 
is an award Cranes gives to acknowledge Northeast Ohio's talented young leaders in the worlds of business, civic, and nonprofit communities. We spoke earlier with Jasmine Long, and now we're pleased to be joined by Kenny Torres. Kenny's the field operations manager for Gilbane Building Company. Kenny, thanks for being with us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Dan. Congratulations on your award. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's, uh, I'm excited. It's uh, good to be a part of this uh, class, so um, it's, a, it's a great honor. You're part of Gilbane Building Company, but that's not where your career started. You weren't really in construction early on. Where were you and what was the transition? Yeah, so prior to this, uh, prior to Gilbane, I was at the uh, Spanish-American Committee. And um, I started there as a workforce development manager. And um, there was a big project. Around that time, there was a big project for the Metro Health uh, project on 25th and in, uh, on West 25th and Clark. There was a big push to get Latinos involved into the project, and there were uh, a few a few community leaders that that uh, came into the Spanish American Committee, being that it's a uh, agency for over 50 years in, in the community. And we met, and uh, we started we developed a program, Latino Construction Program, and that program basically just it's uh, a workforce development program uh, that gets Latinos in the construction industry and the union. The project went really well, and uh, we've been able to place over 115 individuals in the union since the inception of the program. Uh, we've been able to generate well over $1.5 million into that community alone, just uh, off payroll and just within the workforce program. And uh, along there, I, I met uh, some of the executive leaders at uh, Gilbane Building Company, and Lo and behold, and uh, I'm here, <laughs> okay. Gilbane now. So, you mentioned the Spanish American Committee. Can you talk just more for a moment about what their function is in the community? I know you said in this particular instance in helping people get employment. Does it extend beyond that? Yeah, it's a social it's a social service program, uh, social service agency. I'm sorry, um, and it's aimed basically for the advancement of Latinos within the community there in the West 25th and Clark area, and and even uh, spans of even across are bigger than that, but. Uh, yeah, so it's a social service agency. Along with that, it uh, provides uh, child care services for uh, the community there. That's a growing population. It is. It is. Uh, you know, Latinos is one of the biggest or fastest growing populations in, in the nation overall. And we de- we're definitely seeing that in Cleveland. Let's talk about education because I know this is something that's very important to you. Why, why does it mean so much? Yeah, just your education and education in general. Educate because education, you know, it's it's the key to success, honestly. And you know, when when you grow up in impoverished um, means, um, you know, you're you're at least I did, you know, was basically looking for a way out in a way. And um, education really kind of preps you and gives you the tools to to overcome a lot of you know what what we experience in, in those kind of communities. So, you know, I've been very fortunate as well to to have. Uh, good mentors in my, in my life and with my work ex- ethic, I've been able to kind of gain um, good relationships with some people in the community and learned a lot from them. So, What does a field manager for Gilbane Company do? What do you do? Yeah, so I, uh, it's, I manage a uh, division within the company. It's called Geo Services. And uh, what, what we do there is every project needs uh, its own tools, different kind of equipment and also uh, workforce. And I basically manage that for uh, for the Cleveland area. 
do you have training programs to try to develop young talent? You mentioned Latino talent, but just in general to get people to come into the industry because you always hear, especially these days, that it's hard to find people to go into the construction field. Yeah, for sure. Um, actually, I am also a part of the Rising Hispanic Professionals, and that's that's our mission there to to get more uh, more people involved within um, the kind of higher level positions within the industry. So working on that, we just kind of started that initiative. So um, it's just kind of getting off the ground now and we're trying to uh, find different ways to kind of tap into that market and kind of help the industry as a whole. But uh, with the Latino construction program, you know, it's um, it works. Hispanics have the highest poverty rate, uh, 17 percent compared to 11 percent. So, you know, when you introduce jobs that you know, can sustain a family, um, you know, if you're, you know, come from a different country and you're only making $8 an hour there, you come to the trades here, which most of the people already have experience in trades coming in from different countries. We find, you know, you're making, you're starting at 20, $25 an hour. So that's, that's a big impact in, in, in our people's lives. So, you know, we just want to keep the needle pushing forward. So you've mentioned a couple of the organizations you're involved in as a young professional. Do you see opportunity for growth for your generation here in Northeast Ohio? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's uh, there. Ohio. It's interesting enough. It's it's uh, it's small enough where how do I say it? It's small enough where there's there's a lot of opportunities right there. You know, and big enough where you don't. You know, there's there's competition, but there's there's not as much competition as some of the major cities, you know, like New York city or, or Miami or something like that. So, you know, we're, we're right there. And if, if played correctly, you know, you can find opportunities within that and, you know, you don't have to compete with as many people, which is really interesting uh, here in Cleveland, just kind of a layout. So, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunities there. You just kind of, kind of identify it. What do you think is the best part about living and working here in Northeast Ohio for you? The best part of living and, and working here in Ohio, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's the, it's the housing market <laughs> in a way, you know, you know, I, I think we're, it's like I said, it's a, it's a city where it's not big enough. Uh, I mean, it's not a huge city, but also it's not a small city. So, you know, with regards to, to housing, you can get a lot uh, for your money here as, in co- as compared to some of the other cities. Um, major cities so that's really really good also too you know it's the nightlife is is is, uh it's it's coming along um which is really good to see here for cleveland and and the metro parks and all that so it's exciting you know the future for cleveland is exciting we've talked a lot about the generational shift in leadership we've seen here in northeast ohio over the last year or two is a lot of major heads of corporations have retired and nonprofits. do you think your generation brings something different to the concept of leadership than the generations that preceded you not that they were wrong but do you think you guys see it a different way yeah, um, you know, it's there's there's a lot of really good talent out there, um, young talent, and you know, it's interesting all these ideas that they're bringing to the table. It's really good to see. Um, I think we need to do a, a better job at at kind of bridging the two generations in a way. You know, the generations that that's leaving and, and the one that's coming in. And you know, we're 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 working towards that. Um, but it's 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 exciting. You know, when you combine the two powers. Um, you see a lot of the benefits that each generation brings, and it's, it's, you know, it's good to see. Finally, what does it mean to be part of this class, the 40 under 40 for 2022? That's a great honor, you know, to share, to share the stage with some of the other leaders uh, within our community that have, you know, the same passion, the same drive. 
um, and are and are and are young. You know, are, it's really refreshing and good to see. It's it's a lot of work, and you know, to be on the stage with a lot of the individuals that that also, you know, share, share that same passion and, and drive is it's good. It's good to see. Ken Torres, congratulations on being part of that class. We're glad you could join us today. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me, and congratulations to all the finalists. Ken Torres is the field operations manager for Gilbane Building Company. He joined us today for the landscape. Just a reminder, we'll unveil the 2022 40 Under 40 class coming up Monday, November 21st. That'll be in print and online. We'll celebrate those honorees on that Monday from 6 to 9.30 p.m. at the Agora Theater and Ballroom in Cleveland. You can still register until 5 p.m. Friday, November 18th at cranescleveland.com events. After that, you can purchase tickets the evening of the event at the Agora. You can find out more about this whole class by going to cranescleveland.com coming up on Monday, November 21st. First. I'm Dan Paletta. Always glad when you can join us for the Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We'll talk again soon.